0: This
1: is the PGA of Canada Professional Development Podcast Series. Industry leaders, PGA professionals discussing technology, fitness, planning your business, building your career. These talks, these ideas, developed for you to live a better life and earn a better living. My name is Andrew Steep, I'm the head golf professional at Southwood Golf and Country Club in Winnipeg. I was recently named the Murray Tucker Golf Professional of the Year by the PGA of Canada for 2017. I've brought on the podcast today a friend and mentor of mine. His name is George Sigurdsson. He's the founder and president of Sigurdsson Financial Group here in Winnipeg. Uh, He works there as a financial security advisor and is uh, one of the best in the business. So the reason I've brought George on the podcast today with me is uh, he is an expert in customer service. And uh, that is what we're going to talk about today. We'll talk about a few different things, but... Uh, Mainly focusing the podcast around customer service.
0: The biggest thing I've noticed over the years with Andrew is uh, number one is his attitude. Uh, I uh, I know a lot of people in the golf business, and there's nobody, and I know I know a lot of people. I've been in the insurance and investment business for 48 years, uh, but I uh, never met a person with a better attitude towards people and life than Andrew. And uh, he is uh, he exemplifies. The, the the caring of people, but he also knows his his job of being a pro. I remember Jim Collins, who's going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. I asked Jim one day. I said, "What what's the, what's the success formula for uh, lasting thirty eight years as a head pro?" And he said, "The the art of learning how to say no nicely," <laughs> and, and it is his, his uh, tremendous. Ability for attention to details. Uh, as you know, especially in the sports world, a lot of people talk a great game, but they don't have a, the, the little attention to details. Yeah. And uh, for example, yesterday we played a course two days ago, uh, the World Golf Village, and there wasn't a piece of paper anywhere. My friend runs the course. There wasn't a piece of paper anywhere. My friend runs the course. Uh, everything was right from from apples in the first tee. To you know, just everything, okay? And um, I mean, you're paying probably thirty bucks for the apple, but but it made you feel good, you know. <laughs> uh, and um, but it was all part. Four people sitting in the the pro and the some other guy in the office, and uh, the two girls behind the desk. There was no flow on the golf course. There was no. It, it got jammed up. There was no no marshal uh, driving around. There was papers around the place. The, the cart girl wasn't there, and you know, it, just the whole attention to details. And and all it would take. His attention to details to make that a whole different experience and what what Andrew does is he gives the experience of golf uh a tremendous which is why obviously he was chosen but he uh, he he's able to really adapt to every single person that would have plays golf there so
1: okay. well i I appreciate you saying that and I think uh a a big part of uh of what I've learned over the years um from my previous job and the one I'm in now is that uh, consistent service is, is the key. So, tagging to what you said about the, the course you've gone to where the, the service wasn't as good, um, I, think we'll, I think what we do a good job here, and what I ingrained in my staff is, once there's a standard set, uh, you gotta make sure that you, you keep up to that standard every time somebody walks into the door. So, something as simple as, uh, when your carts are set up outside the shop, if your standard is to have two towels on it, have a scorecard and a pencil, and have sand seed in the in the cart, something as simple as that, that just has to happen every single time somebody walks up. So, um, I, I really think a, a huge part of the customer service what we do here, especially at a member club, where you have uh, the same customers coming out uh, coming out to your club every time, is that uh, they receive consistent service, and I think that's what people are paying for at a private club and that's what they want to see and it's I, I think that can be that can be set at a resort course, a public course or private courses, that same consistent service. So it it doesn't matter um what your budget is set at, is whether you're whether it's uh you have a higher budget at a higher end club or a uh, a lower budget at another club, whatever you set that bar at as far as a standard, you gotta make sure it's consistent all the time. So um I I know uh somebody like George, they, they see detail and they really pay attention to detail. Um, he's going to notice when he comes up to a club all those little things that are happening. Exactly as you said, he can pick out those little things that are happening uh, as the day goes on, whether, as you said, it's the marshal or the cart service. you got to make sure that it's consistent all the time. And I know that that's what we're working towards here at Southwood and uh, what we take a lot of pride in. So I know he mentioned as far as something as simple as the cart being out, you got to make sure that that message is out to your members what the cart service is going to look like. So I know coming into this upcoming season, uh, we're putting something outside the shop there where it's going to say right on the board exactly what the cart hours are and what days the cart hours are so that people can plan their day around it. So if you know there's going to be a slower day and it doesn't make sense to have the cart service out there, at least people know before they tee off what the service is going to look like. So I think having that really that really solid foundation of what you want your service to look like and making sure that that's consistent is ingrained in, uh, into your staff. And one of the lines
0: that I've, I've learned in my insurance business over the years is that you're judged by the specs on your sweater, not your sweater. And, uh, and it's, it's the piece of paper that's laying around or the cigarette butts and all that type of thing, and it all, it all formulates into into attention to detail
1: yeah that's exactly right and i know i know coming into uh into a new club this year it was uh an interesting challenge for me i had uh all new staff top to bottom uh in the golf shop and in the back shop um all brand new staff all uh brand new members to learn and everything so I just made sure it it was really key and important to uh to spend time right at the beginning of uh right at the beginning of training to really put that time in with my key staff members and make sure that that training was in place. So as George was saying, those little things, those little attention to detail, that that was taken care of. So I know that my staff in the shop, I said uh, a few key things right off the bat, especially with, uh, with a new membership and uh, getting to learn what the new membership is all about, is just making sure that, um, that every single time somebody walks in the door, that they're greeted as soon as they walk into the golf shop making sure that the back shop, uh, the back shop uh, kids are outside and that the, the service is exceptional back there. So every time somebody comes off the 18th green or walks out of the parking lot, they're greeted as soon as they come in, they feel welcome as soon as they get here. Super important and um, those little things like George was saying, making sure that there's uh, uh, the place is looking clean and tidy and like it should. I know that my staff uh, in the shop they take the time to walk around the golf shop uh, every hour. So I want them out behind, out from behind the counter every hour, walking around the shop. I know myself and my assistant the same thing. You got to make sure that uh, that you're visible for one and two that you're you're seeing things through the eyes of your customers. So I know it's really easy. And again, at the the previous club I was at, I was there for uh, basically my whole life. So you kind of it's tough to not get used to certain things. So if if you're really comfortable there and you see the same thing every time you walk in the door, it's really to it's really easy to let that attention to detail fall down a little bit. So it's I found it was really important at my previous club when I was there for a long time that you saw your eye you you saw through the eyes of your customers. So as I was walking up, I made sure I looked at uh, what does the cart wash area look like, what do our power carts look like. Uh, what does the golf shop look like? How does it present around the golf shop? So just making sure, as George said, that uh, that those little attention to detail is uh, is picked out and really really important stuff there.
0: And Matt, what I would what I would say as a customer is, uh, you know, most guys who belong to a golf club or, you know, they obviously have some money or they don't belong to a private golf club, right? Uh, they go there for the whole experience and the experience that I've I've noticed with Andrew, and again, not to boost his ego, but um he uh he years ago I talked to him about Saturday and Sunday mornings of being on the first tee saying good morning to people as the tee off at between eight o'clock and ten o'clock. remember Andrew I used to tell you that all the time
1: yeah absolutely and, super and important. i said
0: I said it's so important you know guys see the golf pro there and they watch him hit a golf they get a little nervous and but I said when it comes to buying golf clubs or or the whole gamut, they don't forget that they don't want guys sitting behind computers and uh and it was interesting, uh, yesterday, I was just reading on my phone, where um, uh, Theo Fleury, uh, he's a hockey player, Matt, you ever remember him, Theo, where um, uh, Theo Fleury uh, gave a talk to um, a group of young people in Winnipeg yesterday, and I was reading the article this morning, it was really interesting, and he said, my number one thing to tell you guys to do is get off those stupid cell phones, and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and get out and get out and learn how to communicate with people. And, uh, and it was a really, really good talk. Actually, I, I, and I know him, so I can just hear him saying it, except you probably have a few more rougher words there. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but that's what I, if I can just stand back and, and look at Andrew objectively, the thing that separates him is he does what he says he's going to do, and he is a, extremely attention to detail. And that's the difference. Because it, it isn't a big difference between the top and the bottom but it's there and uh and i know that andrew makes a real point of getting to know the members uh becoming friendly enough but not getting too close hey, Andrew, we talk about that
1: yeah, and, absolutely.
0: and the other one is to to get out there every so often and, and get himself and his staff and i know that you got lee doing this of playing with the members members want you to play with them doesn't mean the whole 18 holes but you go out there and you drive out there and say what you do if i might up i joined you for a few holes I mean that's like gold, and it's, and and people go wow. I never because most guys never get a chance to play with a pro.
1: Yeah, and uh, that is so important. It's the the thing is, especially in uh, in in the market that we're in here in Winnipeg, it's a it's a very short golf season. So, <clears throat> a couple of points that uh, George brought up there, as far as um, uh, getting out to play with the members and not making sure making sure you're not sitting behind uh, behind your desk all the time. Um, it's Oh, it's so 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 important, and uh, it's tough too because it's there's there's only so many hours in a day, and again, it's a really short season, and there is a certain amount of paperwork that has to get done, and a certain amount of communication that needs to be uh, to be done online. But uh, you really got to make sure that uh, you're managing your time well and uh, doing that at certain parts of the day. And I think I think what I've learned over the last uh, number of years, and what I think I'm getting better at. Is just organizing my time better. So if you if you don't plan those things ahead of time, they're never going to happen. So I make sure I'm always updating my day planner and always making sure my uh, my schedule is up to date and is as, as far as I I will literally put in there. Make sure that you're outside between these hours, as George said. If you got certain uh, a certain window on a weekend morning where you need to be on the first tee, schedule that right in because something else is going to come up and Uh, you got to make sure that that's scheduled properly and in their concrete otherwise you're never going to get around to it so uh, that is super important and just making sure that uh, that you're getting out there to play with the membership is is so so important and I know um, you're going to learn way more about your members and about your clientele uh, out from behind the counter than you are from behind the counter and I just people will speak especially at a private club people speak way more openly and honestly. Once you get out there and you're playing around a golf with them in a more relaxed atmosphere than you will talking over uh, across your desk or from behind the counter. So that that is so, so important and um, as George was saying, you gotta make sure that your you're head's up all the time, you're making eye contact with people, you're talking with people. Uh, people notice those little things like, you're always looking down at your cell phone, you're always messaging, those kind of things. You got to make sure that when you're walking by people, you're making eye contact, chatting with them, opening the conversation. Um, when they see the golf pro, um, you're the face of the club. You got to make sure that you're making, you're giving those good vibes around, and you're making people feel welcome all the time. So I I totally agree with George. You can make a, a huge impact uh, by standing on the tee, making sure you're chatting with people. I know that uh, some of the golf pros around here, I I learned so much. About from uh, uh, from some of the PGA professionals that I've grown up looking at. Uh, I know a guy like Sandy Patterson that was at Breezy Bend for 30 years. Anytime that I was over there, I always saw him on the first tee. He's chatting with the members. He's the starter on the weekend mornings. Uh, working for my father, he was really good at that as well. He was uh, he was an expert in customer service and he, he really did well. Um, with communicating with the members, and I think that's what gives people longevity at clubs, and that's what keeps them there for a long time is making sure that they're uh, making sure that they're visible to the membership and making sure that they're taking care of them. And on another note, there, um, I just kind of want to uh, shift it over to another thing to do with customer service, and that's uh, what I think is super important is relationships. I think uh, George can speak to that a little bit as well, but I think. What I've done well in my career and especially in a smaller zone like Winnipeg is just making sure that uh, you're getting to know everybody in your zone, all the golf professionals in your zone as well as uh, everybody within the golf industry and I think that's where I've learned from my father a lot and uh, I've learned from other pros and areas you can you can get a lot out of and you can learn a lot from um, from the other people that are working in your zone and um, I think. Within uh, when we're talking about customer service, I think about things like uh, selling golf clubs and things like that for your customer, and for he- for them to have a good experience, you got to be able to get the product in their hand quick. And uh, I think having a good relationship with my suppliers and having a good relationship with other people in in, in the industry can help that a lot. So I can't I can't even uh, count the number of times that uh, we ordered product this season and there's a small issue where something's backordered, or uh, it's going to take a little longer to get the product in the person's hands, having those relationships are so important because you can rely then on your reps uh, to find the product for you or if you have a, a good relationship with the big box retailers uh, in the area, you might be able to do some product swap which can help with stock balancing and managing your inventory as well. So other spin-off revenue or benefits of... Uh, of having those relationships as well, and uh, again, knowing other golf professionals in your area—it's so important to be able to stock swap. And uh, you might have not have that product in your shop, you might be able to find it over at another club in the area. So, just—and
0: it's interesting. I was with a guy yesterday from our club, and he bought some stuff from the Golf Town. I said, "Why wouldn't you buy off of our club?" And he goes, "Oh, I never thought of it." And I went, "You never thought of it? Like this is what you're but You just went." But I, and I realize it's because he he obviously doesn't think of his pro as as all that what Andrew's just talking about. So I would say that's one of the one of the really great things that you do so well. And the other one I would like to really remember when I was in the insurance business starting off. They always say, you know, it's how your peers look at you and do they speak well of you when you're not in the room.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, actually, it was, it's, it's interesting you bring that up because I was actually listening to. Uh, um a couple PGA uh, PGA of Canada podcasts recently and they were talking about uh they did a really good piece on uh building your brand and uh building your brand as a golf professional and I think I've I feel like I've done a pretty good job of that uh in my career here and I think uh I I think that really helps all PGA members as well you got to you got to make sure that you have a presence within the community uh you got to make sure that you get active and there's really, there's, there's two ways you can go about it in our industry, and there's, there's one way where you can, you can really put your head down at your job, and uh, there's, there's a lot to be said for that. And you, everybody's got to make a living, and you got to make sure that, uh, that your job is your number one priority, of course, but you can, you can either put your head down at your job and just only focus on that, or you can spread your horizons a little bit and, and take part in your community give back to your zone and give back to the national body as well and I I think for myself that that really uh, that really is fulfilling and it, it's, it's going to have it's going to spin back and help you as well as a PGA member um, and it's going to help you uh, build your brand as well so I think by the fact that I've been able to branch out within the community I know I've done a lot of uh, a lot of pieces with uh, local news places and done a lot with the, with the zone as well, just opening myself up to, uh, to be accessible to the community and be accessible a little bit outside my club as well uh, has really helped me. And I think, again, that's going to help you as a PGA member, but I think it helps your club as well because if you boost your profile, uh, again, as, a P- as, the, uh, as the golf professional at your club, you are the face of your club and if you're raising your profile as a PGA member it's gonna it's gonna raise the profile of your club so I think uh, I think the members really appreciate it as well I know the members at our club they want to see me playing events they want to see me uh, within the community and they want to see my name out there because again that the they support me uh, but they also want to support the club and they know that that raises the pro- uh, profile of your club and um, I know by getting my name out there it helps it as well. If I'm doing a local broadcast with uh, one of our local uh, news uh, companies, or doing a morning show or something like that, you know, the whole time I'm on there, Southwood na- Southwood's name is going to be on it, and they're going to come out to Southwood and record some things here as well. So it's it's really really important to make sure that uh, that you're bru- boosting your profile within the community and uh, making sure you're doing all those kinds of things as well. So yeah, it's it, as George said, it's it's really really important to um to make sure people out there know your name and uh make sure that uh, you're helping out within the community again it's you want to you you want to grow the game of golf i know that's talked about so much with uh, within the industry is growing the game of golf and uh uh you can help yourself out by doing that as well
0: and i think the biggest thing i see is with with golf clubs um is that they really have to let the pro be the pro you know as opposed to getting too many fingers in the pie from general managers or whoever you know and and it's, and as you know andrew you're even though you aren 't in charge of greens and all that kind of thing all that is it falls back onto your shoulders like if the, if the, if the golf course isn 't whatever they kind of look at the pro <laughs> you know <and> they, so,
1: <laughs> yeah and, no, and and again yeah, that's um that goes with the whole Whole thing yeah. to do with relationships as well there too right like you have to you got to make sure that you have a good relationship with uh, with the manager at your club the board at your club uh, all the other department heads um, I think that's that's a really big part of what I've done over a number of years at uh, at my previous club and where I am now too is um, I've always had a good relationship with my coworkers and you, that's what the overall product is at your club is. It's a collaboration between all the department heads. It doesn't matter if it's food or bev- food and beverage. What's happening in the golf shop or what's happening out uh, out on the golf course? It's a total package. And if you don't work as a team, uh, it's it makes it really really tough to put a successful product out there. So, um, forming those relationships even within your organization are extremely important. And uh, I know that uh, my relationship with my Superintendent at my previous club uh, and at my club now. Same with food and beverage, right across the board. Uh, I've always formed strong relationships, and it's always been a, it's almost been a, a family feel at the club I was at previous and the club I'm at now. And the fact that uh, we get along really well, we spend time away from the club together, uh, as far as department heads, and uh, it's really important to to form that bond because when you're running a an event for your membership, uh, or again, you're bringing that total package uh, to your membership as far as the member experience, uh, it's really important that all facets of the club are firing. So um, if one piece is missing uh, out of that total picture, uh, whether it's the setup, again, I'll use a tournament for an example, whether it's the setup by the golf shop, uh, the condition of the golf course once they get out there to play the tournament, or Uh, the food and beverage department after uh, putting on the meal for them. If one of those pieces is missing or lacking, it takes away from the customer experience. So you got to make sure that all of these events and everything that you do at the club are um, planned out really well in advance and that uh, all members of the team are on the same page. So I think we do a really good job of that here at Southwood. I know I have a really good uh, relationship with all the other department heads and it really makes things run smooth. And that's what the membership sees. They see that attention to detail, and they see how the overall events run here. So, um, whether it's day-to-day operation or a special event here, uh, things run pretty smooth. And I attribute uh, that part of the customer service uh, to all the me- all the all the different department heads here at Southwood because they do such a good job of coordinating it. Uh, um, and we. We make sure at our weekly meetings that we're planning things in advance, and we're always looking ahead so that we're well organized uh, going into these events. And I give a lot of credit to our uh, our general manager Jeff Scott because he's the one that brings us together for these meetings and makes sure that uh, we're communicating with each other. And I've definitely learned a lot off of him about uh, about the customer experience. So I think uh, I think that's another thing I would I would really really harp on uh, big time of what I've learned here and in the past is a big part of customer service at a club is that uh, it's an overall encompassing experience. You have to make sure that uh, that everybody's on the same page, and that things that are happening out on the golf course are tied into what's happening in the golf shop, and are tied into what's happening in the clubhouse. So, really, really important that that's all tied together because you as are collaborating on um, on what the full experience is going to be for your uh, for your clientele. So, I think that's uh, really really important.
0: Uh, the one line that my dad used to teach me as a kid, and and, and Andrew's an exemplary for it, is is uh, make everybody around you feel good, and uh, and you know because if if you you know you, you may be really a high profile, but you can kind of just step back, and if you make everybody shine around you, uh, the whole the whole gamut comes together, and uh, he has a general manager Jeff Jeff Scott, as he said. Who a lot of people say, well Jeff's really uh, tough. student we moves. Well, Jeff has attention to details, right, uh, Andrew, and that's that's yeah, what makes him. absolutely agree for sure. And that's what, that's what makes him great. Um, yeah. and, um, and then and then what Andrew does is, as you said, it's all the small things. It's it's the kind of the team the team feeling when you drive up in the parking lot. And the absolutely. Thing like, and the thing I'm always impressed with your club, and I don't go there very often, but. Is exactly it, the golf carts are clean. There's always towels in there. There's always sand in there, and when I pull up to certain clubs and there's no sand or there's no whatever it is, you, it goes someone, you know. And it's not like it costs a lot of money. It just it just means details. So,
1: Absolutely. so I would, and that's that sets the. I t- I couldn't agree more, and that that really sets the tone for the day and making sure that everybody's on the same page, right? So. Yeah. Um, I love what you said there about making sure everybody around you uh, it make, making them feel good that's so true and I know at the beginning of uh, of this season my first season here at Southwood that's, that was our number one thing that I, I ingrained in my staff right off the bat. It's just making sure that there's a positive feel around the golf shop as soon as people walk in because you can't be behind the counter all the time. It's not going to be, people aren't going to be interacting with me as soon as they walk in, but I, I make sure when I, uh, I do my hiring and when I'm training people is I make sure I get good people in there that, all, that are smiling and uh, have a good air about them as far as they're a positive person because people are going to pick that out as soon as they walk into the golf shop. So making sure that you're hiring people that are uh, outgoing, that are going to make people feel at home as soon as they get in there and then making sure you're training them to um, to look at that attention to detail. So putting those, as I said earlier, putting those service standards in place uh, that are being met all the time and make sure that they're achievable. I think uh, that's what I've learned a lot from, uh, from Jeff since I got here as well, is making sure that those standards that you're putting in place, making sure that they're achievable so that you're reaching them all the time. So make sure that your work within your budget and make sure that uh, that you're able to reach those standards that are set in place so uh, I love what George said there about uh, making people around you uh, feel good and that's, that's probably what I've learned the most off of George uh, over the years of knowing him just every time I'm out with him it doesn't matter if we're at a hockey game or at a restaurant or anywhere else he is always making always making somebody's day around him. So. It doesn't matter if it's the person serving your table or uh, the person you're sitting beside at a hockey game, he's always interacting with people, always making people feel good around him and uh, that's what customer service is all about. If you can ingrain those things uh, into your staff, there's going to be such a positive, consistent experience there that people are going to get when they walk in the door. So, uh, Again, your front line, it doesn't matter if it's uh, the person in the back shop that's picking the range, or parking carts or cleaning carts, or the, or the person behind the counter that's checking people in. You've got to make sure that that service is consistent across the board and that uh, your staff is opening up conversation and making eye contact and smiling at people every time they see them right across the board there. so I, I think that for me, as far as customer service goes, is, would be the most important thing. And the last thing I'm going to close off with me
0: is uh, a great line I wrote out here that uh, we are in the people business, which happens to involve